Terry. Hey. Hey, hey you. <laughs> Turn around, Chloe. Turn around, Chloe. <laughs> Everybody. This hey, is Caitlin, hey, hey. and this is my lovely host, Kate. Hello, everybody. And uh, we're Hey Beautiful. I love when we say that because I feel like I feel like we're in a band. Hey, man, we're Hey Beautiful. Like, hey, we're together. We're Hey Beautiful. That's right. <laughs> That's right. So we don't uh, know any instruments and have no musical talent. Maybe you. Except for some silly little songs here and there. <laughs> we are the podcast that recaps every single episode of how i met your mother one week at a time so That's every right. week we choose the next episode and we talk about it and we give you our comments our feedback mm-hmm. uh sometimes a look of trivia yeah <laughs> i always i always try but i don't always find good stuff and kate has some of the best in-depth analytical commentary like it's Thanks, spectacular friend. it's so good i love listening to it and every time every time i listen to our podcast and you make a great point at the same time as the recording i say the exact same thing the exact same way <laughs> i don't even realize it. i'm like yes or we like, are nerds uh-huh oh god <laughs> well we actually emoji face for you that's all we did get a shout out and a five star review <gasps> from somebody who kind of said something similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name is Dan and he's from London. So shout out to Dan. Hey, Dan. Yeah, he sent us some really nice emails and then he also left us this review on iTunes in the UK. I had to hunt this one down. But it says, discovered him in the last year and I'm addicted. Kate and Caitlin are amazing. Their analysis is hilarious, but also really wise and thought-provoking, just like the show itself. Their podcasts are another way to relive and enjoy the episodes and to appreciate them on a whole new level. Thanks, Dan. Yeah, thank you. That is, that's awesome. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. That was really sweet. And also, we have some new additions to our Hey Beautiful family. Uh, Lily from Germany. And Quentin here from in the United States uh, sent us some nice messages on Twitter. Yes, Welcome. thanks, guys. We're happy to have you. Yay, keep listening. And I think Lily was starting from the beginning, so she won't hear this for weeks and weeks or maybe days and days. I don't know how many she yeah. listens to, but thank you, Lily. Or is it yeah, Dr. Shane? German? <gasps> oh, 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 very We're nice. worldly. We're international. Yes, very cosmopolitan. <laughs> if you're listening to us and you like what you hear, please leave us a review on iTunes because it helps other people find us and helps our Hey Beautiful family grow. Uh, all right, Kate, you ready to get into this episode? Heck yeah, let's talk about Swarly. So this is Swarly, which is from Season 2, Episode 7. It first aired on November 6, 2006, and was written by Greg Malins. Malins? Both sound great. Yeah, they both sound great. Malins. Only one is correct. Malins. Malins. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he wrote, ends up writing five episodes for How You Met Your Mother. We got two in Season 2. We'll see his work again at the end of Season 2. It's Episode 21, Something Borrowed. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's also written episodes, he wrote an episode for The Wonder Years. He's written for Friends. Ooh. Will and Grace. Nice. And also... Earlier today, Kate asked if I would have a chance to rewatch the episode with the commentary on the DVD, 
And I did that. And that was the first time I've ever done it. Yay. Um, but in the commentary, Greg talks about how both episodes for season two, he has written something about Marshall getting a haircut. So be on the lookout huh. for that. Ah, that's so true. <laughs> right? Cool. Yeah, well, with that so... resume, I trust him to handle this episode for sure. And he did and a this great job. This episode is spectacular. Oh, oh God. It's so I good. had no problem rewatching it again right? today. Uh, I watched it with my husband because this is one of his favorite, favorite episodes. Yeah. I know. Um, I like didn't even need to watch most of it for the recap. Yeah. I would just see like the beginning of a scene and I was like, oh, I know exactly what happens in this scene. It was like, <laughs> yeah. I still laugh as hard as I did the first time watching this. Yep. On like rewatch, I don't even know what. Um, oh my God. And cry. I still cry. Oh. I still cry as soon as oh as soon as they're out on that damn stoop. Anyway, we'll get there. Anyway, we'll get there. We'll get let's there. get into it. Let's get anyway. into it. Anyway, all right. So yeah, directed by Pamela Fryman as always. The best lady minus in the world. like a few episodes. Yeah. So this episode opens up a bit differently. We see Marshall, Ted, and Barney sitting around in a coffee shop in complete silence, like no sound, just music. Yeah, and it's just it's awkward mm-hmm. and they're just kind of looking at each other and after some time has passed ted looks at his watch and they all agree that hanging out at a coffee shop is not nearly as fun as hanging out at a bar and on the commentary allison hannigan said uh, that she had thought it was a really clever diss to friends yeah uh, but greg yeah greg said no he just knew that they needed to be in a coffee shop for this episode but was no idea how to get them there and this was it well he should have just taken credit for it because I it know. was such good Friends shade. And he wrote on Friends. So it very, uh, yeah. very easily could have been Friends shade. But fine, Greg, whatever. Fine, whatever. Good guy, Greg, I guess. Good guy, right? Greg. <laughs> then Ted realizes that there's something interesting on Marshall's coffee cup. There's a little heart next to his name. Yeah. Of course, Barney's convinced that the cute coffee shop girl must be confused and think that he's Marshall. Right. But actually, when Marshall really starts to think back about it, he's not that surprised because he totally cracks her up every time he comes in. He's got this great joke that he uses. And clearly, he must be a little smitten, too, because we've never seen him in a coffee shop. But suddenly, he's going in there all the time to see this, to get coffee, but he just keeps running into this girl. Interesting. Uh Uh-huh. So we get a series of flashbacks starting from about three weeks ago. <laughs> and it's and then it goes three weeks, eight days, and then yesterday. And every time, it's a variation of the same fucking joke. A joke that was Jason Siegel's idea. Really? He came up with that joke. Oh. So, which then I heard that and it just like melted my heart. So sweet. It's so sweet. So it's he makes this joke about like... How do they cram a pumpkin into that tiny little cup? And then he says something about, what, do you got a shrink ray back there? And all the extras in the scene are not amused. But the coffee shop girl cracks up every single time. Loves it. Every single time, yeah. And Ted points out that it's either the first joke she's ever heard (laughs) or she's she's into him. Yeah. Uh, And Ted... You know, being a good best friend encourages Marshall to ask her out because that's why he's not with Lily, you know, to try this out and see how it goes. Marshall gets a little nervous, though, thinking she writes hearts on all the cups. So Ted Mm -hmm. checks and nope, no heart. And Barney checks and notices that his cup says, Swarly? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> and Ted and Marshall share this like knowing look and jump all over it. And Barty oh, yeah. knows what's coming and decides to leave because this would never happen in a bar. <laughs> and immediately they start putting this joke into place and it's something we'll see for the rest of the episode and it is just so good oh, and so good. on the commentary greg said that this really just kind of wrote itself oh yeah i can imagine yeah. and it's obviously a joke on whether he intentionally did it or not but starbucks is just known for getting everybody's names wrong so yeah i love that they worked at it yeah have you ever had like a wrong name written on a cup no but my name my name's pretty simple kate i've had uh, not this happens way more often than you think oh, and no. i mean at least at least twice a year what do they put england what people like i'll go pick up a to-go order or I order something where like my name is somewhere england e-n-g-l-a england like where the fucking queen lives what england that's so funny and people like they'll repeat it back they're like england i go caitlin Oh, England? so England. Caitlin. Oh, okay. All right. Got it. And then I come in. I'll go pick up my pizza. And England. Like, no, we don't have anything for Caitlin. And I go, England. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here it is. Oh. Why didn't you say? <laughs> I'm like, I get embarrassed. Like, you heard it wrong. Like, oh, I didn't say that. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> So something that was interesting, too, in the commentary. So they show the opening credits and Allison asks if this is so sweet. She's like, so you think if we get renewed for another season, we'll keep the opening credits? Oh, yeah, it was so cute. And Greg's like, yeah, yeah, I think so. Because she doesn't really like them. Really? Yeah. When they took the pictures for the opening credits, she kept having to chug ginger ale because she had a burp. In the scene that, she oh, was, that they were filming. Oh, see? It was that scene. Uh, you so right. it's confirmed. It's confirmed, yeah. Yay. And she felt so sick because she said she had like three ginger ale in like 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. And all she thinks about is how sick she felt when she sees the pictures. And then she laughed and she said, maybe that's why they, she said like did something with the colors instead of saying like, we would say a filter. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, she goes, and, she, and then they laugh because she looked all green already. But. Oh, Ha! So it's right. If you listen to this. Yeah. Season one, okay, awesome. I say that the outfit she's wearing is the same one. And it fucking yep. is. So there you go. And so it also, okay, awesome is what? Episode like five? Five, yeah. So five or six. that's interesting to me to think about how those pictures from the opening credits came from filming the fifth episode. Yeah. Like, how many did they fi- do they film? Yeah, it's true. Before. I don't know. It's hard Either. to say. Yeah. Hard to say. For me, this was the first time that a girl really felt like a threat to Lily and Marshall. Yeah. Even in that first scene, they clearly have so much chemistry. She loves his silly dad jokes, and she's gorgeous. And yeah. she just has that sort of carefree attitude that Marshall has that Lily doesn't really have like they have a lot they have some things in common but they're very different people uh-huh. and this girl aka Chloe she just has a a very wholesome demeanor that that seems like she and Marshall would go well together and She's that's just like a nice terrifying. girl from Nebraska yeah just right. like he's a nice guy from uh right it's that Midwest shit mm-hmm. they're from the Midwest so 
Ted shows up at Robin's apartment and she's on the phone with her mom, but not really listening. That's like a cute little bit that goes throughout the scene. And Ted tells her that Marshall asked out a girl. And at this point, we didn't know if he'd actually gone through with it yet. So now we know that it happened. And we also find out that Robin has already heard about Swarley. She's totally in. She's uh, down to clown. And <laughs> then we get a flashback to the rest of the coffee shop scene where Marshall comes back kind of dejected and confused. And he's upset because he went to ask her out, but she didn't say anything. And then Ted, we find out that Ted basically coached him. And this Give one of his secrets makes me so annoyed that he does this like this pretentious, nice, shy guy thing. Shy which, vulnerability. Yeah, the shy vulnerability, conveying shy vulnerability. It's like, like Ew, hands Ted. in pocket, head tilted, shoulders eyes, up. Oh, eyes look like oh, right. And you see him do it, and you're like, Ew, oh. something like that should not be an act. But then we also find out that Robin has a, a move herself. So right. everybody's pulling. Everyone's got pulling a move where you yeah. try to. But just hearing someone articulate that it's fake. Yeah. And knowing and exactly that they're coming across as vulnerable is just like, ugh. It's disgusting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really gross. The best part, though, is Marshall went up and did, tried to do all of the things that oh. Ted said and just looks like a fucking serial murderer. He like, looks like Quasimodo. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just like, Brrr. Or sloth. Yeah. Like, just very lopsided. Yeah. And he didn't look like he was doing very well. No. And, um, it was not a good look. So he's bombed and they're, they're heading out the door. And all of a sudden, there's a call for a pumpkin latte for Marshall, which he didn't order. <gasps> and the dude at the counter... Do you recognize him? Brian. Wait, what was his other name? Scott. Scott. His real name is Scott. His real name is Scott. See what happened? No. He, his name is Tom Lank. Yeah. And he was on Buffy. I don't, see, I don't watch Buffy. With Allison Hangin. But he's, but all right. She, but you need to follow him on Instagram. Okay. In the commentary, she's like, oh, Tom. Yeah. And he's yeah. like, oh, yeah, you know him. She's like, yeah, it's my buddy Tom. He was great here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'll talk more about them later when they're, we actually have a scene together. But you have to follow him on Instagram because he what, one of the funniest things he does right now is the Lank Luke's for Less, where he <laughs> basically uses garbage to recreate like celebrity looks. Ooh. And they are so funny. So everyone follow Tom Lank on Instagram. Marshall goes back to the counter and he sees that this mysterious pumpkin latte, wink wink, has a phone number on it. Do you think there was anything in the cup? Oh. Like did she actually get him a pumpkin latte or was it empty? I bet she would. I think she would. She wouldn't send him out empty handed. Back in present day, Lily shows up and she's excited to invite Robin and Ted to an extermination slash wine tasting party at her <laughs> shithole apartment. So she's still living there. Really, really sad. I love Ted's comment about how you can serve cheese for both. <laughs> Very practical. Pragmatic. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. She thinks she wants to invite Marshall. It'd be weird not to. Really, we both know she just wants to spend more time with Marshall. Yep. And then she learns that he's going on a date. And... This would have completely destroyed me. Oh. I mean. Yeah. Up until this point, 
Marshall has just been keeping to himself and all of a sudden he's going on a date, that feels like a big step away from her. Uh-huh. I would have fucking, I would have fully panicked. Absolutely. Uh yeah. I oh I God. definitely would have lost my shit. It's that same feeling when the guy picked up in Lily's hotel room, you know? It's yeah. like there's just this threshold the is in your stomach. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, but she tries to play it off. She's like, oh, we've been broken up for almost six months now, which is crazy. I didn't realize it had been that long. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he can do whatever he wants. And she's trying to be all nonchalant about it. And we don't really believe her. I mean, she does shoot Robin a look. Yeah. I I wanted to rewind it and see if I saw anything, but I don't there think. There wasn't. There wasn't anything, right? No. Yeah, no, I didn't think so. We would have felt it. I mean, that the, when she, like, shows Robin what the look was. If I got that from you, I would have fucking known. Oh, yeah. Because I would have been feeling the same thing at the same time. Come on, Robin. You would have been waiting for it. Yeah. Like, hello? Hello? Yeah. Like, just like a subtle, like... Yeah, it's it's not even, like, a long thing. You're just... Your eyes would just have to, like, graze over mine. And I'd be like, ooh. (laughs) Yeah. Like, dear listeners at home, you can't see it, but Kate and I keep doing the look. (laughs) (laughs) It's very effective if you're a podcast host it is. to do physical comedy. God, it is, it is for us. It's oh. for us. It works. So that's all that matters. But anyway, Robin, look alive. God damn it. Yeah, come on. She's got to learn how to be a girlfriend too, not just a girlfriend. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. At the bar, Ted goes and sits with Barney and starts complimenting him on his suit, asking if it's foreign. And Barney is just so delightfully surprised. (laughs) And he's like, yeah, actually it is. How did you guess? And Carl yells out, there's a call for Swarley. (laughs) And he starts yelling over and over again, like, Swarley, call for Swarley. And Barney's just pissed. And then Ted, like, hold hold on, then leans over and whispers, (laughs) I know he's there. It's really important. Can you call him again? And Barney's pissed. He's pissed. Uh, but then Marshall and the cute coffee shop girl who we know is Chloe comes in and mm-hmm. Marshall's suited up for his date. I know. He looks so sweet. So this must be after the date, right? This is like post-date coming by the yeah. bar, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so, that's how I, I took it. Because, I mean, I wouldn't have introduced a first date to my friends if it didn't go well, you know? No. It's like, no. all right, now we can swing by McLaren's now that I've checked her out. Chloe is played by Marina Baccarin. I think is how you say it. She's smoking hot. She's from Brazil. Uh, she moved to New York when she was 10. Smoked well, like she's Baccarin. Italian and, yeah, probably Italian and Brazilian Portuguese ancestry. So, you know, just uh, fucking gorgeous. Yeah, just like obviously going to be hot. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, not mad about it, though. Uh, but you might recognize her from Firefly. Yay! Um, she was also on the OC, Stargate, the Homeland... And most recently, The Flash and Gotham. And she is married to Ben McKenzie, who is was also on the OC and also in Gotham. We get two Joss Whedon connections in this episode. We have Morena oh. and then we have Tom. So, oh, yeah. Because Joss Whedon also did Firefly. Yep. And so I will happily point out every single Buffy, Angel, Firefly, Joss Whedon crossover that we... Find along the way because I love all those shows so much. Yeah, girl. Yeah. Chloe excuses herself and Ted and Barney like kind of share this look. And we're not sure what it means, but Marshall is just over the moon because 
She likes Italian food. He likes to, he likes Italian food. She likes Billy Joel. He likes music. He's trying and so hard. Also, that was not a dig at Billy Joel. Greg wanted to point that out. Um, oh, really? He's trying. He's trying really hard, and uh, he wants to go out again. But then Ted and Barney quickly teach Marshall about crazy eyes, crazy which eyes. is a well-documented condition of the pupils or pupae, and it's an indicator nope, just of pupils. future mental <laughs> instability. <laughs> pupae, such a nerd. Oh, I know. And I remember watching this episode for the first time with Chris, and he, like, guffawed. Like, he laughed so hard because he's like, holy shit. Like, it's a thing. He's got experience with the crazy he eyes. He has huh? experience with the crazy eyes. <laughs> uh, Marshall can't see it, though, because he has been afflicted with having been laid in a wild blindness. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's for real. Yes. Oh, my it, God. That's worse than, like, beer goggles yeah. or anything else. Yeah. Like, and when you are, like, thirsty, Ooh. like, oof. think about, like, the people get that get lost on, like, African safaris and they start <laughs> drinking disgusting water that they find in the footprints of like an elephant footprints you're so specific (laughs) i know but you know what i mean like you're thirsty you're gonna drink that yeah marshall doesn't care malaria be damned barney points out that she was too far away in the coffee shop but once he got up (laughs) close to her uh, (laughs) and we get this great flashback of the introduction and (laughs) i love Every time we see the crazy eyes, how they like jump back. Yeah. Like it reminds the physical comedy that we see from Neil Patrick Harris here when he first sees the crazy eyes reminds me of Michael Richards from Seinfeld. Like it's so Kramer, like that like stutter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And uh, we see these like fiery red swirls that have spinning melting clocks, a creepy as fuck jack in the box. The jack in the box is so good. Bats. And I, I. and it's just crazy. And Greg said that this was something that Carter really wanted to do. He really wanted to go deep into the eyes. Yeah. But Greg felt like he said it didn't really fit with the show. But he said that Carter knows what he's doing with these crazy genius ideas and that you just have to trust him and that he has these great visions for things. Because yeah. as you can see in the show, it fucking works. Oh, it was so great. It, yeah. it definitely added a layer. It reminded me of Pineapple Incident. Yeah. When Ted is like blackout and yes. that swirly pineapple-y stuff. Did you notice if you watch back um, and you watch very, very closely when when Ted and Barney first meet Chloe uh-huh. and they shake her hands, the, the focus is on Chloe and Marshall, but you see the two of them kind they, of yeah, like sit, freeze they, and like yeah. slowly sit back. Yes. So they, they did a great job yeah, reacting. Yeah, so believable. That was so great. And poor, poor Marshall. I mean, she likes Italian food. Literally everybody likes Italian Who food. Who doesn't? You know? So, like, he's just trying so hard to, like, find the right the right girl. So, Ted and Barney start to tell Marshall about their experiences with the crazy eyes. And times where they thought it wasn't a big deal, just like Marshall's saying, it's not a big deal. But every time they were wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, Barney ended up with in a three-way with a girl and Mr. Weasels, a stuffed bear. <laughs> Uh, we don't know who ended up where. We know that it ended up being a two two way. What do you say? A twosome? Yeah. With somebody sitting in the corner. Yeah. From mm-hmm. watching from a chair, but we don't know. Was it? Couldn't Barney? possibly. Couldn't possibly know. <laughs> was it the girl? Was it Barney and Mr. Weasel? 
god that'd be amazing that was one of the scenarios greg brought up and i lost oh it. my god i had not even thought about that me either she like made them do it oh right? my god <laughs> that's the best one i think that's definitely what happened <laughs> yeah um and ted says he didn't believe it either until he met this woman janine he yeah. saw the crazy eyes but ignored it and they enjoyed this you know they had a great date and he invited her for a drink and she makes this like coy comment about only if it's in your apartment <laughs> and suddenly this like car comes out of nowhere stops short and she grabs like i don't know rebar from this construction Something, site yeah. and starts smashing the window <laughs> watch where you're going and then in the same breath asks for ted's address unbelievable yeah because you want her to know where you live looney tunes totally yeah tunes. um but marshall's really adamant that she's just a nice girl from nebraska mm -hmm. um but future ted tells us that sooner or later that crazy comes bubbling to the surface marshall we see him coming out of a a, a room he's in a building turns out he's at law school taking a test where he's gotten nine phone calls from this number Eesh. and it's chloe and she's scared and she wants marshall to come get her um she's being followed by this guy who's screaming at her with a limp and a big hump on his back and she knows it sounds crazy the police didn't believe her she was almost trampled by a horse and you can see marshall getting really uncomfortable he's like yeah. fuck fuck and he tries to kind of like you know blow it off but at the bar ted tells him that she's the worst kind of crazy she's the needy kind mm -hmm. and marshall's like no like there's no way that could be true and barney makes this comment like what in the world can make you believe that and marshall's like she's really hot <laughs> she can't really possibly they always are they yeah. always are yeah. We'll learn more about hot, crazy girls later on. Yes, we will. That's another <laughs> one of Chris's favorite episodes, too. Uh, in the commentary, though, they talk about this scene with Barney and his great, like, comedic timing. Like, he always knows when to do a gesture, when to drink something, mm. throw a nut in his mouth. Yeah. He's just really good with that physical comedy. Yeah. Although, it was really hard for me to watch him because I'm, like, so mad about... The Rachel Bloom Rachel thing? Rachel Bloom. Yeah, yeah, dude. That was really, really weird. Because I feel strange. like I don't know him, but it's so out of character for what I think right. of him. Yeah, it's kind of jarring, for sure. So anyway, Wendy comes over, Wendy the waitress who you know and love, mm -hmm. and she has a drink for Ted. But Barney is disappointed because Ned, <laughs> she was supposed to say Ned. Good one, Barney. <laughs> and so Wendy says, sorry, Swarly. <laughs> and she like so means it. Yeah, she's like, oh, so I'm really sorry, Swarly. Like it, and so his joke backfires in the most spectacular way because he ends up getting called the name he hates yep. that he's trying to get back. And the way, the way Wendy Waitress says that it's like they, ahead of time, the guys went to her and were like, Barney went through like an emotional period and he needed yeah. to change his name. And now he, this is who he is. So please don't ever call him Barney. Swarly only. Yeah. Cause she was like so compassionate and empathetic when she said it. I know. She was like, sorry, Swarly. <laughs> Do you know of anyone with crazy eyes? Have you ever met someone with the crazy eyes? Um, absolutely. Yeah. And not even like romantic dating. Kind yeah. Of just yeah, yeah. like you meet someone, you're like, oh shit. Oh yeah. Holy yep, yep. shit. Like, mm -hmm. do you see she's got crazy eyes? Yeah. Like, you could just tell. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I had someone at work like that. It's now the end of date two with Chloe. So Marshall decided to keep dating her. They went out. They come back to the apartment. And they come in 
And so it's just Chloe and Marshall alone in the apartment, or so we think. Mm-hmm. And we get the best swirly joke, I think, which yes. is Swahili. Yes. I love that one. Me too. I like another one later on as well, like Tide, but I love Swahili. And uh, this, I love how it just rolls off the tongue so naturally, like, of course that's his name. Yeah. and That's what this girl knows him as. So. Yeah. So yeah. Marshall is pouring beers in the kitchen and he hears a crash. And Chloe says that she dropped her keys and we're already suspicious because she's yeah. already called him and is being weird and we clearly it sounds like broken glass it doesn't sound like keys i mean it is keys but you hear that and you're like this bitch is breaking stuff right yeah because we're on high alert we are waiting for her to show her crazy right there's already two strikes against her you know yeah it's gonna come bubbling to the surface sooner or later and the crazy is coming but for her and for other people in this scene yeah so marshall comes out with the beers regular not pumpkin (laughs) and he sees a broken photo of him and Lily on the ground and Marshall immediately accuses Chloe of doing it immediately immediately yeah uh and Chloe says why would I do that and then asks if it was if it's Lily the girl he was gonna marry yeah the girl he's gonna marry so we all think like oh this bitch definitely smashed it yeah like it all makes sense it's all she laughs too like she's like why would I do that that?" yeah like it's it's crazy yeah. sounding. It seems very crazy now that we have that nugget in our mind planted. Mm-hmm. That seed. Yeah. yeah, we've been... Um, what's that? I can't think of it. With Leonardo DiCaprio. Inceptioned. Yes, thank you. Chris and I always like inception each other. We've been inceptioned. Yeah. But it's so true. Like, yeah. when you're given half of the information, you come to a completely different conclusion than you do mm-hmm. with the full information. So do your research, people. Marshall sits down next door and he's trying to look past her eyeballs into her crazy mm-hmm. to try and like get through his own blindness and see what's really going on to see if she really is crazy before this gets out of hand and of course chloe mistakes this for intimacy <laughs> you know wanting yeah. to look in her eyes i really like looking at your eyes too and he's like stop blinking she yeah. still's just like gazing into his eyeballs and very intently yeah and chloe leans in for the kiss Marshall is completely like solid where he's sitting. Mm-hmm. He's frozen. He's like, yeah, he does not go yeah, to kiss her back or anything. He's just sitting there frozen. And I was wondering, like, partially, yeah, he's looking at crazy eyes. Partially, I think she's not Lily. Right. So I don't think, I feel like that got to a point that was too far for him. Mm. And then all of a sudden, a body flies up and over the back of the couch between them before they can kiss. Stop. Stop! So it's interesting that you said it was a body because that was actually a stunt person. Aha! And in the commentary, Allison Hannigan says that she actually did the jump, but they used the stunt double. And I'm so bad at noticing that stuff, but also never really thought to look for it. Did you notice? um, I figured it was because they didn't show her face. Yeah. They're always so good at hiding their faces. Very good. I think that's part... It has to be, like, more than half the battle. Um, And I remember thinking it was kind of, like, a weird-looking jump, too. And the voice was dubbed. Yeah. Yeah, Like, it all was... It all felt a little odd. Um, But I didn't really think, that must be a stunt double. I was just like, that's weird. It was definitely a more athletic jump than you would expect from Lily. And they joke in the commentary about how they used the stunt double because 
she was actually able to freeze midair. <laughs> but Allison was like, you didn't even ask me. I can I can do that. Tell my I can resume. freeze mid-jump. Yeah. <laughs> so cute. Yeah, so then she just says, hi, I'm Lily, and shakes hands with her, you know, upside down hanging over the couch. Very natural. Natural stuff. So something that was really interesting in the commentary, this episode was supposed to be very different. Okay. But it felt uncomfortable because in the world of this episode, Lily had hooked up with somebody in San Francisco. She had gotten to second base with somebody. Oh, no. Yeah. And Marshall was supposed to say something like, well, if you got to second base, then I'm going to get to second base with somebody before we get back together. What? And yeah. And they said it never felt right. It always felt really uncomfortable. Yeah. Um. So he ends up going to second base with this girl, but he didn't like it. And then... Marshall and Lily get back together and like so there was this whole joke that it was kind of centered around where Marshall's like so do you want to go to second base with me mm. and then they cut to at some point like she comes storming out of the bedroom furious and shouting is that what you think second base is what's wrong with you and he's like well you know not a lot to do where I grew up or something like that and it was this weird joke that they were trying to make happen but never could so basically they were trying to make a joke about like marshall being inexperienced yeah and it like no, it, it feels so flat i if, don't like yeah it. and that's what greg had said it just never felt right just the whole thing felt uncomfortable so they totally scrapped it good now we this is you know one of my very favorite things about how i met your mother we get another side of the story so yeah First, we saw this one side that was really Marshall-centered, and now we're going to get Lily's side. Get all those details that we missed. So we're at the bar, and it's Robin and Lily and Barney, and come to find out, Lily isn't all that okay with Marshall's date. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, she shot Robin this look that meant, I'm upset and call me. <laughs> Lily presses Robin for some details and finds out, that the guys all think she has crazy eyes and they're not really familiar with it. And Robin says, it's kind of like how you don't ever want to date a guy who has really nice nails. And um, Lily called, oh yeah, like jerk nails. And Chris was like, really? Is that a thing? I was like, yeah, I think so. Like, yeah. It's usually a sign that they're like super narcissistic. Barney gets and manicures. There's, there it is. Yeah. There <laughs> you go. So it's just interesting that like the girls have a thing mm -hmm. about men just like the guys had something about the women that neither one really knew about. So it's like this little insight. Is there anything else that you have that is like you notice it and you're like, oh, you're a douchebag? Uh, I would say Ed Hardy clothes. Oh, yeah. I like that kind of stuff. Calf tattoos. No offense if any of our listeners have those. Just uh, a lot of people also... with calf tattoos are not the best people. No. Lily wants to know if... Chloe is attractive or not and Robin lets it slip where she works and you know so Lily can just see for herself Oy. and a good uh, friend first of all this is good friend strike two for Robin because a good friend would have fucking gone with her oh yeah right a, a good friend would have called her and said listen I found out where this bitch works we're gonna go and scope her out her. and then talk shit yeah. about her normal yeah come on I mean, first, they probably look for her on Facebook or Instagram. These days. Oh, Facebook. That's like 06. True. Yeah, a good friend would have gone with... They would have had a plan mm -hmm. to go. Yeah. Or would have gone ahead of time 
scoped her Done out. Some, scoped her out. Yeah. Came back with some details and then went with her. Right. Either way. God, Robin. We get a call at the bar and it's for Swarles Barkley, <laughs> which is a phenomenal. Is that your other favorite yeah. one? Oh, other than? for okay. sure. Yeah, I love that one. So good. So it good. is so, so good. And I just love um, like Robin- the Simpson-y. This like the Simpsons sort yes. of bit that this is with yeah. the calling the bar and making him say the name out loud. It's mm-hmm. So good. It's so good. I love it. Robin's just like, oh, come here. She's like, hey, Ted. No, he's not here. But that's a good one. Remember it for later. <laughs> love that. So the next day, Lily decides to go to the coffee shop with a gigantic backpack for some reason. <laughs> a hat. A hat. A hat and a trench coat. Not really sure what's in the backpack. I think it was like duct tape <laughs> and, you know, chloroform. Some stuff like that. Yeah. All that good shit. Yeah. So, gloves. yeah. So she walks up and asks, she asks Brian, right? Is it Brian on his tag or is it yeah, Scott? Yeah. Brian's Brian. on his tag. He's like, oh, my, actually, my name's Scott. Yeah. She's like, well, your tag says Brian. So she walks up and asks, yeah, she walks up and talks to Brian. This is very interesting because in Buffy, Spoiler, Buffy spoiler. Um, Allison Hannigan almost kills <gasps> Brian or Tom Lake. She's like hunting him down and, and killing his friends because they're evil villains. But sort of bumbling evil villains, especially this kid. As of course you can tell. Yeah. Because even this little scene, I just I just love everything he does. Brian, aka Scott, tells Lily that she just left, but she's easy to spot because she has a pink umbrella. So this is like the first umbrella motif that we get. Just as Lily's about to head out, it starts downpouring. So she throws on her Burberry trench coat. I know. How does she afford this? We're going to find out later. So she throws it over the backpack like a psychopath. And I'm thinking it must just be because she was in such a hurry to catch up with her that she didn't like want to take the time. This is such a great scene. This scene starts... And I start cracking yes. up already. Yes. Like I just, I can't. Because I anticipate one point. <laughs> and so I'm just laughing until that happens. So yeah, you hear her in her monologue, you know. Turn around, Chloe. Turn, turn around, Chloe. There's tons of like skinny, ugly women. Just because she's skinny doesn't mean she's pretty. She, turn around, let me see your hideous face. And so she's starting to like really seriously plot like, okay. I'm going to just get ahead of her and turn around. And then she's like, ah, <laughs> she bangs into this spigot on the side of the road. And that one gets me every single time. Just the sound. And then she starts to limp. Yeah. And then she gets the limp going and it just totally cuts through her train of thought. It's so perfect. And so now she's limping and has a hunchback and all this starts to sound familiar because it sounds like what, Chloe was saying to exactly Marshall. What Chloe was describing. And she starts getting desperate and saying, like, hey, you, turn, turn around, Chloe. <laughs> Just really terrifying shit. And Chloe does turn around and she gets a glimpse of her and how pretty she is. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I want to take a picture of you doing it. Okay, ready? Hang on, let me do it one more time. Ready? One. Oh my god. I'm just like laughing. What? <laughs> I got it. Turn around, Chloe. Turn around, Chloe. She says like, Chloe. Chloe. <laughs> there it is. It's so oh good. Oh my god. Hey. Hey, hey you. you. <laughs> oh 
commentary. She's just laughing at herself and talking about how much fun it was to do this scene. They had to do it quite a few times. Oh, I bet. Um, and she said it was really hard to know how to react because she didn't know when the dialogue would be happening. So eventually they let her listen to an iPod. Oh, my God. Every time. But even when Chloe turns around, she's still, like, doing this, like, this, like, grimace. It's just... It's so good. Brilliant. Brilliant work, Allison Hannigan. Yeah, it's... She's great in this episode. So fucking good. Uh, So at the bar, (laughs) Lily, we see her wearing the same outfit we saw as she jumps. So now we know it's the night of their Mm -hmm. second date. Very distinctive outfit. Very distinctive. Mm -hmm. And Lily... Uh, is coming up with plans for how to get rid of Chloe. <laughs> and she's like, plan A is, remember that time we had sex in the bathroom? Oops, I got knocked up. <laughs> and, um, so that Robin was at brunch? Just, yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. Robin gives her some real talk about how like she, she can't do this and she needs to stop. And if she wants to get back together with Marshall, she needs to give him him space and um, work it out. Yeah. I can't imagine trying to be rational when the legit love of your life is like slipping through your fingers mm. you know i i know there is no you can't be rational everything you're going to be doing is irrational like yeah. completely and totally irrational and this is not like one of those situations where one person is feeling a lot and the other person isn't and one person feels entitled and is like i need to keep chasing them i won't let it go like this is the b- both of them are still clearly in love with each other and they're both still miserable yes each other. marshall's just settling for a girl who likes italian food that's literally every girl i know marshmallow i know so yeah she tries to act like she's gonna she's gonna listen to robin but we know that's probably not gonna happen so no. uh lily and robin head upstairs because ted is a surprise for Swarly. Marshall isn't there and Lily wants to know why. Turns out he's getting his haircut hmm. for a date. And Lily is so deflated and we all just feel it at the same time, I think. And Barney tells her not to worry. Chloe's crazy. He's just gonna have sex with her a few times and be done with her. And that obviously does not make Lily feel any better. Ted puts on the radio and Barney's like, what are you doing? And suddenly on comes a dedication to Swarley on some like soft rock channel, you know. Barney's gone and he's not coming back, but you're a better, stronger woman without him. And then I am woman, hear me roar starts playing. So good. Yeah. And Barney tries to do reverse psychology, like, oh, I'm so good. I actually love the name, but he like will not actually say Swarley. And then as soon as Ted tries to push him to actually say the name, he completely snaps i don't want to i hate it i hate it it's not funny it's never been funny and he screams and storms out i love when he says he goes i've never done and they you can tell he like catches himself he goes no yeah because he's, he's done like, a lot please. of shit to them yeah he had he had zero legs to stand on for that one he called the leg yeah. store yeah. so <laughs> then we find out that um robin has ordered him a subscription to people in Espanol to Swarlos. Oh my god. Masterful. I, yes. I love it. Swarlos Stinson. I love, mm-hmm. I love it. And then Lily oh wants god. to know where the picture is of her and Marshall by the pier. Ted says Marshall took it down when she left. And Lily wants to put it back up. 
so Marshall will see it and feel guilty. And again, they try and calm her down. Like, Lily, you just got to leave it alone. You got to let him do this. You know, it's kind of like what Ted was saying to Marshall when he wanted to, like, go down to the hotel. Like, don't do mm-hmm. it. Although right. he did, and he should have, and that was the right choice. So stop trying to talk these two lovebirds out of getting back together, you monsters. I know. What the fuck? They're so meant sad. to be. Later that night while on the date, Lily sneaks back into the apartment and finds the picture and displays it prominently on the piano. But it's just as Marshall and Chloe are coming back, and she knocks the picture over and, like, tries to sweep the glass up but has to hide. Mm, so it was so her now, that broke the photo. Yes. It was Lily that broke the photo. It was not Chloe. Um, and she hides under the desk where... Just like Billy Joel, she just couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> oh, I forgot. You know, when Marshall and Chloe are coming back in, she's just finishing <clears throat> something. And Marshall's like, wow, you really do know all the lyrics so we didn't start fire. <laughs> she's a simple girl, okay? She is. She's a simple girl. She, she loves is. Italian food and Billy Joel. Those are just, like, very basic interests. But, but yeah. that's fine. That's fine. So then we see the stunt double, Lily jump out and stop the almost kiss and in the commentary there apparently was a shot where chloe and marshall's lips are touching (laughs) and lily breaks them up but greg said nobody like ever wanted to see marshall kiss somebody else and so that was no definitely scrapped like they just it's so out of character for marshall no way and i i think it's out of character for lily too like that whole storyline of her like some guy touching her boobs in san francisco like this was oh, that, her leaving had the second base debate before second base is is honka honka second base is hands third base is mouth oh yeah we said yeah second base is hands. And i don't know because this... lesbians don't have bases as cameron esposito would say the end of this scene just is hard yeah um marshall asks like what the hell she's doing and i got so sad because you see marshall reach out to touch her and then push back and then reach for her again because she's so upset and he wants to help her because he loves her yeah lily is just upset and she's crying and she's like i I don't know what i'm doing i'm so sorry and she is she realizes that she crossed the line she probably thinks she fucked everything up too yep i would by being just desperate yeah and and she runs out and she's Oh, yeah, she's not in a good place. But Marshall's looking after her. Like, he's not... He didn't care about Chloe. No, he never... He didn't apologize or anything. He's just, like, looking after her. It's like no one else Mm -hmm. is in the room. (sighs) And then he follows her out, and he finds her crying on the stairs. And And crying those real fucking tears that she does. The fucking Allison Hannigan special. It... Oh. She is the best crier in the biz. She really is so super talented with that. So they're out on the stoop right where she left him and where they first saw each other when she got back from San Francisco. And Lily admits to him that this isn't the first time she's seen Chloe, that she saw her yesterday. And that's why she freaked out and hid in the apartment because she knew how pretty Chloe was. And Marshall's so confused and she starts to fill him in. And as Lily's telling her crazy story... Chloe's stories start feeling less crazy. They start mm-hmm. making sense. So he's like, wait, that was you. I can't believe that. And like you broke you're the hunchback. You're the hunchback. You broke the photo. And, you know, he's just sitting there and he's not moving. And Lily's telling him, you know, maybe you really do deserve a nice normal girl. And that's not me. 
And even when Lily's like, go finish your date, he still has more questions. Like, why did she think you were a guy? And she does the silly voice that she did. And he laughs. Mm -hmm. And I could cry just like reading my notes about it. I know. (laughs) And, you know, he says, you're crazy. You have crazier eyes than anybody I've ever met. I mean, you're out of your mind. Absolutely insane. And then she tells him to go upstairs. And he just says, I've missed you so much. And Forever by the Explorer swells up. And I cannot hear this song without seeing that freaking kiss. It's so good. And they just are like magnets to each other. And it's just fireworks, explosions, and nothing else matters. Yeah. (sighs) So when I started watching this episode with Chris, he was like, oh, like they're not together. I was like, no, no, no. Like, just keep watching. You love this one. Yeah. And um, then he saw Chloe and realized which, which episode it yeah. was. And then when Marshall is, I, I think we've established here on the podcast that I'm completely psychotic, right? Yes. 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 Okay. So Marshall is looking at Lily and he's telling her that she has the craziest eyes he's ever seen and she's out of her mind and he's insane. Chris like squeezed me oh. a little bit and he like patted me and like. That's you. I was like, mm-hmm. that is. <laughs> so the crazy eyes are good when they're in the wrong, in the right person's head. Yeah, yeah. Like so, when Chris looks in my eyes and he sees the melt, like the spinning melty clocks yeah. and the jack in the box, yeah. like it's his face right there. Yeah, it's crazy. Like for him yes. and about him, right? And that's that's how Lily is. Yeah. So Lily was the crazy one who's crazy came bubbling up all along. Yep. Sooner or later, bubbles up to the surface. <sighs> So one thing in the commentary that Greg brought up about this episode, I think it's so true, is that there's so much excellent physical comedy. Yeah. But it's grounded at the end with this super emotional scene. They always balance it so well. They do. They always, You've talked about that before. It never gets too You know, when schmaltzy. things are too serious, then it's mm-hmm. a little funny. Yeah. And... Again, we've talked about this before, but they do the dark stuff really well because it it does have a little bit of lightness, and that lightness also has the dark. Yeah. That, I think, is what makes it realistic and such a Yeah, that's human, man. Yeah. Nothing is black and white. We see Ted and Barney walking down the street towards the apartment, (laughs) and Ted tells them that they've come up with some sort of proposition. They'll stop calling him Swarly, but instead they'll call him Jennifer. (laughs) And Barney starts to consider it, but before he can really give an answer, they see Marshall and Lily, like, snuggling together on the stoop, which is where Ted found Marshall six months before, except six months before he was on the stoop alone. And now he's back together. Everything's right. Yeah, all was right with the world. Um, and then, you know, the the whole gang makes their way up to the apartment, just like the old days. And <laughs> Chloe's still there. They all forgot about Chloe. They forgot about Chloe. And the apartment is absolutely trashed. <laughs> and Chloe says, I was going to leave, but I couldn't find my keys. <laughs> and everyone is absolutely frozen. Marshall's like, they're right on the coffee table in front of you. Just like like he's talking to like... A hot like it's like a, a hostage a, negotiation. Yeah, like or a bear, yeah. like trying to talk it down, just like you know, to be so soft. Doesn't have to end like this. Chloe just you know says, "Well, I'm just gonna leave," and like kind of shrugs her shoulders <laughs> and then starts to walk out. Can't keep Chloe down. Can't keep her down. No. Uh, and then she realizes she never met Robin, so she 
of course, it's a fine time to introduce yourself. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's she says, nice to meet you, Roland. <laughs> and Barney tries his damn near hardest to make it a thing. Nope. But it's not going to happen. On the commentary, Greg says that he tries to work his friend's name, Roland, into other things he's written. Oh, cool. So Roland Chang is his friend. And have you heard that name before? No. Okay. So in season five, Greg wrote an episode for Friends, the one with all the Thanksgivings. And it turns out that Chandler had a fake ID and the name on his fake ID was Roland Roland Chang. Oh, that's so cute. Isn't that adorable? Why aren't any of my friends famous in putting my name in things? I know. I don't know. Rude. If I ever write anything or do anything famous or cool, like I'll try to have something that you know it's for you. Thanks, dude. Like a little. Appreciate you. So then the very last scene that we see is Barney walking into McLaren's. And everyone yells, Swarly! And then the Cheers theme song comes on, which for you youngins, if you don't know, Cheers was a show, a very long-running sitcom that took place in a bar, and every time one of the regulars walked in, everyone in the bar would yell their name. Mm -hmm. And then the credits are in the font of Cheers, which is, like, so perfect. That was one of Carter's other crazy ideas for the episode. They had to get special permission. To use that font. To use that specific font. Like Carter's like, we got to use the Cheers font. I wonder if people we know use, got permission to use hmm. the How I Met Your Mother font. Probably not. No, probably not. That's interesting. Probably is. A little bit of that. Yeah. Anyway, so there's that. Oh, my God. What a fucking beautiful life affirming episode oh jack brought up the other day he's like is that your new thing clapping on the podcast i hear you clapping a lot and i just i just i was like no it's twice all right it's not a new thing i think i've clapped every since every like every episode this season really there's been a lot of clapping. hey fans uh let us know if you like caitlin's clapping <laughs> or if she should like, never yes, do it yes girl but you know what it is? Are you watching Drag Race right now? I feel like I clap more when I'm when Drag oh, Race is on mm-hmm. TV. And I'll go like I'm like, yes, queen. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's just in the blood. You know? And I like go like this with my fingers. Yeah, like I have like beautiful nails. Snap. Like... Snap in the nails. Yeah. yeah. hmm Snap and grab. Yeah. More physical comedy, which is always a treat for our <laughs> listeners at home. We're really funny, I swear. We're, we're really funny to ourselves. What um, big takeaways from this episode? I have I have one. Let's hear it. I think Chloe is kind of a hero. Yeah? She got Marshall and Lily back together. Mm-hmm. And she gave Barney his cool nickname. So Chloe was the catalyst yeah. for everything. And so she might have been a little simple. She might have been a little crazy. But... She is the reason Marshall and Lily are back together and why Barty has the cool nickname. So, yeah. good job, Chloe. She got You're more right. done in, uh, what, a, three weeks than Marshall and Lily got done in six months. But, I mean, just it's just the, such a good episode. Like I said, this is, this is one I've watched probably more than most others. So, because I just... That's a solid... I can't not. I mean, I can't... How can you not want to watch Marshall and Lily get back together? It's just such a beautiful scene. It really is, especially with her real tears, too. Oh, God. 
can't handle. I cannot handle that girl. All right. Well, before we get into our legendary moments, we do have a couple from our listeners. Mm-hmm. Our first legendary moment comes from Tanya. And she writes, this episode is everything, mm-hmm. everything. One of my absolute favorites. When I feel sad, I watch this episode. True story. So many legendary moments. Every Barney nickname, the best. Crazy eyes. The eyes, they're crazy. <laughs> Quoted all the time. That was one of my contenders for legendary moment. Dude, yes. the eyes, they're crazy. they're crazy. Yeah, that's good. So good. Good Ted moment. Well, good, excellent Ted moment. I thought... I love Ted in this episode, actually. Yeah. But anyway, so Tanya continues to write, Lily's crazy eyes, so adorbs. The friends burn, which we find out is no, not actually a friends burn. But we're going to pretend it is. We're going to say it is because it's too good not to. Mm-hmm. And then the cheers end credits. This episode is just so good. Woo! Lots of love, Tanya. Oh, Tanya, I so agree. Thank you. So agree. It's, it was it's a solid episode. It is a great episode. Probably one of the best. <laughs> Mm-hmm. All right, our next one comes from our buddy Dan on Twitter. And Dan says, legendary moment from Swarly. The interaction Lily and Barney had about Chloe culminating in, oh, he'll just have wild monkey sex with her five times max and be done with her. It's a good one. Because, mm-hmm. of course, Barney just so the, read the room. The absolute bro. wrong thing yeah. to say. Classic Barney. He thinks he's Classic being helpful. He's but not. he's not. Uh, and then Dan says, this was tough. A lot of good moments, but not a lot of great ones this episode. What? Hmm. Agree to disagree. Agree to disagree. It's okay. It's all right. You're wrong, but it's fine. That's okay. okay. Someone's got to be wrong, right? <laughs> yeah, it's not us. Ever. <laughs> JK listeners. Oh, I see. Is that, a, is that a red light I see blinking on the answering machine? Oh, my gosh. Yes, we do have a voicemail. Oh, let's take a little listen. Hi, ladies, it's Miranda. So, Swarly, this is my second favorite episode of the entire series. I enjoy every single part of this episode. I had a hard time picking a legendary moment, but don't you worry. I think I narrowed it down. My legendary moment is the subtle shade that they throw on Friends. I don't know if they intended to do it. I don't know if anyone else saw this, but for me... I thought it was funny when they're sitting in the coffee shop and they're all sitting there on that couch and they're like listening to the music and other people talk and they're like, yeah, this isn't as fun as being in a bar. I thought that was hilarious. That is my legendary moment. We're all excited that the two of them are back together. Hurrah. And it only gets better from here. All right. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Yay. <laughs> oh, Miranda, I'm glad that you're glad, glad that they're back together. It would be okay if you weren't. We get it. Yeah. Yeah. But yes. Okay. So so Miranda also loved the Friends shade, which we now know wasn't shade, mm-hmm. but that's okay. We're counting it. Yeah. What's your legendary moment? It, it just has to be the whole scene with Lily as the hunchback. Like that entire... Like, <laughs> so good. I can't stop laughing. I also thought about... A couple other ones, like I said, dude, the eyes, they're crazy. Yeah. And I tried to pick like little small moments that just had me giggling a lot. Yeah. You know, or like how Ted and Barney react when they see the crazy mm-hmm. eyes and they look uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I lose my shit when she bangs her knee, starts howling, <laughs> and starts screaming. 
Hey you! Hey you! Turn around! <laughs> Turn around, Chloe! So like I scary. can't. I can't. Yeah. I lose. And then when I love, and the Allison Hannigan brings this up too. When you, when Chloe turns and she's starting to look, and how Lily looks a little blurry, and she's like, maybe she needs glasses or something. <laughs> I don't know. So that I just love that piece. Yeah. And I have some other things that I like that I want to mention, yeah. but I'm pretty sure you're going to probably say it as your legendary moment. Um, my legendary moment is Marshall and Lily getting back together. Uh, of course. I missed you so much. And that kiss and the music, mm. that moment is the most legendary moment of this episode. All right, I'm going to change mine. I'm going to change mine. What are you changing I love to? similar to yours. Like it, Nothing's better than when Marshall looks into her eyes and sees that she is, yes. has the craziest fucking eyes, but they're crazy for him. Yes. So that's the best part. What she would do for him. Mm-hmm. And, and he saw it. I mean, he just saw... everything swells up. I mean, how it's just the climax and what a payoff. It's, yeah, so it's really, it really so is. Beautiful. So that's my official legendary moment. Excellent one. Oh, my heart is so full of love and that was so necessary after... A tough, a tough time right now. Oh. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I, you know, and I've, I said this on Twitter, like I like to keep, keep it light and fun here because I need that, you know, mm-hmm. I need the, the little break and how I met your mother has always been that break for me. And so mm-hmm. I'm just so grateful to be doing this with you and to be talking yeah. about it with everybody out there and, you know, when in doubt, just rewatch this episode and have your, have your life reaffirmed. It's like Ted with Star Wars. We'll find out later. Like I watch this show when I'm sick and when I'm mm-hmm. sad and when I'm lonely, like this is the show that I watch. So it's, it's just yeah. great to know that there's people out there watching along with us yeah. every week. It's just... It's great. It's so humbling. It really, really is. And it's just great to have Not that we're, like, too big for our bridges, but it's just like, wow. Like, this thing that we do mostly for ourselves, (laughs) but to have found friends through it, and those friends have found each other and becoming friends, that's pretty neat to see. Yeah, man. You got to warm up your little corner of the world, because sometimes it feels pretty pretty hopeless. So we're so glad you're all here, and... um, just so it's just so good to have you guys yeah all right enough schmaltz okay okay (laughs) well friends thank you for listening we'll see you next time for atlantic city so send us your legendary moments for this episode to hey beautiful podcast at gmail.com or you can find us on twitter and facebook at hey beautiful pod we post new recaps every thursday so be sure to subscribe to us on itunes or on soundcloud And please leave us an iTunes review. It's cool, I think, for people to take time out of their busy lives to write us a little review. Yeah, and I didn't know until this week that iTunes has, like, dozens of different versions depending on what country you're in. So we weren't seeing our international reviews until this week. So now we have it all hooked up and we can see them. So please send us a a little review and we will read it on the show. We hope you'll come back next episode. Because it's going to be legend. Wait for it. This has been Hey Beautiful with your hosts, Kate Gorton and Caitlin Turner. Our intro-outro music is by Owl All.
notes. Where the fuck did I put them? Did you um, check in your butt? Oh, here they are. <laughs>